Welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It is the only show that is a complete shit show. I am Turchin with me via Skype is my co-host and CEO. And I, I didn't write a joke. I'm very sorry. But... Oh, boo. <laughs> you know, I did have a joke and I wasn't in the office today, so I couldn't print out all my notes. So I have all my notes handwritten at the moment. But, oh my God, that's um, old school. But with me today, it is Kieran. How you doing, buddy? I am doing bloody well. Um, we had after work drinks, so fantastic. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, our intern is currently stuffing up right now. I'll have him fired, Turch, don't you worry. Oh, no. Um, what? No. Oh, no, it's full. <laughs> What the fuck are is we going on? Technical difficulties. Yes, we are. I can barely hear Kira now. Now it's oh, now I'm way too loud. Test, test, test. That's better. I feel like I'm we should better. start again. No, that's all right. Oh, what do you mean? You can't, you can't do this, can you? Tonight's episode is proudly brought to you by the Aldi Reserve. Quarry Bay Savion Blanc from the Marlborough Reason, New Zealand. It was Air New Zealand's Wine Award Silver in 2017. That's right, Aldi doesn't hold the gold, the winner. It only holds the second best. Uh, it's $11.99 and it is quite delicious. It's the high standards built around original integrity, experience and quality winemaking combined to produce the Korobai Wayne's Wines from vineyards in the uh, Watari, Southern and Waru Valleys, the Reservoir Savon Blanc is expressive and powerful. Tropical notes of passion fruit, peach and pink grape. What the fuck is pink grapefruit? Combined with citrus and hints of snow peas. It's an intense and vibrant wine that has layers of flavor. No, I've never had pink grapefruit. That is the Bay Savon Blanc Marlborough from New Zealand. Found at Aldi. Great save, uh, great save, Kieran. And with us today, halfway through the, uh, great just save, after the ad read, we'll introduce save, our guest. And with us today, and with us today, halfway through, just after the ad read, we'll introduce our all the way back in episode And with us today, a returning guest, all the way back in episode ten. No, we're up to episode the whole year of episodes. Believe it or not, him on the show. It is Damien. Welcome back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Congratulations, welcome back. Welcome glad, back to, the glad show. to be here, thank you very much. After I don't understand how we get so many technical issues here. It's basically the same setup every single time. I don't understand how we get so many I blame the interns. I blame every single time. That's your job. We live for another. We need to get someone in, in quality management. That's what we need. We're going to get some new interns. That's your job. So what did quality the interns control. do? What, what was the intern? I heard that over the past couple of episodes. What's all that about? Oh, we've got, just got terrible interns. You can never get good interns. We keep firing them. Oh, shit. Oh, right. Well, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> Jeez, we were going to give you a job in everything, but apparently this is a terrible job interview. Uh, but Kieran, Jeez, have you got a rant you a job for us today? But apparently, do I have a rant? Do uh, I Kieran, have, have a rant? A rant? Uh, but I forgot what my rant was because I didn't write my notes. <laughs> Actually, can I squeeze in one thing? You certainly can. <laughs> Go for I it. I couldn't think of a good time to squeeze this one in because I didn't realise. Well, oh, okay. When I was back can. on episode ten, no, halfway through, Kieran, you did the the uh, what was it? it? Was I think it was a scotch or a whiskey, something like that. But you did like the. Um, Help me out here. An ad read. That's yeah. it. And I thought, okay, yep. there's something that Turch and I have had going for a long time. I would say probably 20 plus years. And I put yeah. a bit of effort into this and I wasn't sure how to approach it. So I thought, okay, maybe I can incorporate it into an ad read if you had nothing. But We've always got time for a second ad read. It's, now's not the right time. Do your rants and all that first. And then I'll explain to the story because the issue is, this is more of an inside joke, but I think it's still relevant. And fitting with the, the context of the, of the shit show. I think I might know what this is. 
<laughs> All right, I remember my rant as well. But it, it's there's a bit more effort than what you think. You'll like it. All right. Fantastic. Well, well, shut up for a second. I wanted to say. I remembered what it was. I do have a rant. And it's not a rant, but it's a nomination I'm going to put forward. Yeah. To the 17-year-old Hampton boy who cracked. Not he's not the first person yeah. to do it, and he won't be the last person to do it. But he cracked an egg. Over a senator's head. I am very impressed that the Australian security guards that are with him are not that proactive. And if anything has taught that police that they need to guard our politicians more effortful. So to that 17-year-old, I'm going to nominate him for Young Australian of the Year. Wait, do you want to use some... I actually done some research into that. So oh, did you? Take on, yeah, Egg Boy, what, what's your take on him? Well, I'm just impressed... That uh, he was able to get that close and crack an egg. It's pretty impressive. Oh, I'm just, I just think, I think for who that senator is, he would actually have greater security. I look, I'm in two minds about this because, first of all, Australian polit, uh, what that gentleman said is deplorable to say the least. Oh, absolutely, right. disgusting saying, like you know what he said, but. He has the right to say it, even though he's a politician. I understand completely. But, and I think that the guy who, uh, good old egg boy, smashing that egg, absolutely hilarious. But, oh, yeah. I really dislike the fact that people don't want, to, don't want egg boy to be charged and are angry at the people who, or well, one, the senator who socked him back. I'm angry that they're angry that he socked him back. Because at the end of the day, if that boy wasn't 17, he was, you know, 30 years old and, and shoved an egg on him. Yeah. Um, you know, and the senator hit him back. Then everyone would be like, yeah, it's still funny. Like, I'm not going to say it's not funny, but it's still assault. <laughs> oh, I don't like, well, I mean, I mean, if I threw an egg at you, you'd probably punch me. Look... That's- At the end of the day, the courts will handle it. And, you know, the 17-year-old's going to walk off free with a warning. The senator's just going to be like, yeah, he retaliated because he was assaulted, blind vision. Well, it's, it's and yeah, and life continues on. Life I continues so. on. I think, you know, but there's lots of been, there's been a few news articles saying, oh, look, Egg Boy shouldn't be charged because of how, what something, like a racist thing that this guy said. And I'm like, no, it, it doesn't work like that. He can say those bad things just because you don't agree I'm disappointed with it. he didn't have a pie. Assault pie in the face. <laughs> Krusty the Clown style, just right. Yeah, yeah. Like a banana cream pie just from a distance. I, I mean, Alan Joyce got a pie in the face. He's the CEO of Qantas. You know, come on. That's true. Yeah, but, you know, we've got, we've got a weird bunch of people here. We've got, we've got a, uh, a prime minister eating onions for fun. We've yeah. had a... Um, who, who was a, that? Did you remember... Who's um, Onion Eater? Tony, uh, Tony Abbott. He ate oh, onion. yeah, that's right. Yep, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Hashtag um, put um, out the onions. Yeah, exactly right. And then... <laughs> hashtag put out the onions. Um, <laughs> you know, then we had, you know, um, CEO of Qantas pie in the face. Now we've got an egg in the back of a head. It, look, Australian politics, if not anything, is fun. And we should Damn continue straight. to enjoy this sort of thing. But again, I just think both of them should be... Charged under the full extent of the law. Um, I know there's no real other way of full... You know, it's always the full extent of the law. I think it's like a redundant saying, but <laughs> I, I just I just dislike the fact that people... Some police officers are going to need to be stood down for inappropriate security. Oh, and, no. you know... No, 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 no. And then, then I think we should have some kind of, you know, event. Maybe we some uh, kind of... Well, what, food okay, I'll bring drinks. this up. This is... You just said event. This is a perfect time to bring this one up. So I did a bit of research... Um, in case you don't know, this was not the first time somebody was attacked with an egg. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. So I've done some research. So I'm going to cast your mind back a little bit before you were born, probably World War One, And uh, we had a Prime Minister at the time named William Hughes. Um, so anyway, at the time, he was... Oh, yes, Mr. Hughes. To... I remember learning him about, about him in school. Uh, don't you, Prime Church? Minister Hughes. Um, so I didn't learn about him no. until sometime today. Anyway, he wanted to bring in conscription... And he was met by protesters, which pelted him with eggs. That's fantastic. Which, this is the celebration part, which led him to 
or create the CFP, which is the... No, sorry, CPF, the Commonwealth Police Force, which in 1979 turned into the AFP. Oh, wow. So there you go. So... <laughs> From an egg pelting, we got the AFP. So there you go. So they're being no, rewarded. We can celebrate for them. That's it. I thought that was pretty exciting. So Imagine everyone's a winner. <laughs> Why did we start the federal police? Because Prime Minister got egged. <laughs> oh, shit, you know, if you go to the AFP website, there's an origin section which explains that story in better detail. That's awesome. There you go. That's so, bloody amazing. Let's congratulate the AFP and William Hughes and the egg pelters. Thanks, egg boy. I've ne- we've never had an intern do so much research. <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. Yep. <clears throat> oh, there you go. Yeah. That is, that is bloody no, brilliant. I, I've been, i completely fascinated by this whole shooting that happened in, in the, uh, in New Zealand. The biggest thing for me is that, um, one he, look, he live streamed the whole thing. Yes. And. The, the, and like I, I found it really hard to find his manifesto like he had like a 79 or 100 page manifesto or something stupid like that and I found it really really hard to find it now I, I did find it in the end and I got to admit like he admits in the thing like that he's not right wing he's not a conservative or anything like that he's like an eco-fascist or something stupid what the it, fuck it, is an eco-fascist? Uh, it, it's, it's just the ramblings <laughs> of a madman. Like, he's written, like, you know, did multimedia, any kind of media and video games, for, you know, get you into shooting people and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, I played Spyro 3 <laughs> back in the day. And, like, you know, I wanted to kill people and stuff like that. And then, like, there's a bit where he did some copy-pasta from, um, from 4chan and just memes all the way through it. I don't know if it's real or not, or if it's a joke, or what he was going for. And then, like, there's a photo of him doing, like, the OK symbol, which apparently is a white supremacist thing these days, like, in his, um, when he was arrested. Um, but the, I'm going to go back to something, because the media, or the, like, you know, ScoMo, which is our Prime Minister, came out, and I can't, I, I'm going to find the clip and show you later on, but he basically said, Facebook has to do more to... We should block people from doing live streams of this nature. And Facebook came out and said, what the fuck are we supposed to do? <laughs> like, you know, pure boomer talk. Like, we've got to block bad things on the internet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know, they've been saying that. I'm going... Going... Uh, okay, yeah. Like, regulate it well, and then can- let the companies come up with it. Exactly right. Which they sort of do anyway. Like, apparently, as soon as it could be taken down, it got taken down. But the big thing is, for me, is that the New Zealand government has arrested a 14-year-old boy for sharing the video. Oh, for real? And that just shit me up the wall. I'm just like, well, you can't stop people from sharing a video on the internet. Is is that a crime? Well, I don't know what crime he got. uh, But then I found out that the video itself found its way onto Kiwi Farms. Does anyone know what Kiwi Farms is? No, no idea. No idea. Uh, it's basically a repository, an archive, of everyone that's been on the internet and all these sort of things. They, they, they do. They, when 4chan finds stuff out, like uh, the the people with autism on 4chan, like 4chan, are a big hive of really bright guys. They should be doing better things in their life than finding, like, um, you know, Shia LaBeouf's flag and trying to steal it. But this <laughs> right. is what they're doing because it's funny. Yeah. All their knowledge about things and is it goes to this forum called Kiwi Farms. And the video of this guy who went and killed 49 um, Muslims 50. in this terrorist attack. 50 now. Sorry, my mistake. Um found its way to Kiwi Farms. And the federal government of New Zealand contacted them, the guys at Kiwi Farms, and said, uh, please give us the the user data of the people who are talking about this on your website. And do this, what? This and do what with the, the information? This is the, the biggest fuck-off boomer thing <laughs> I can mm. think of. 
Like, oh, we need the people that are, you know, that live in uh, Canada who are talking about this on your website. Or we need the details. Yes, could you just please send it along? Utterly ridiculous, right? So the guy from from Kiwi Farms actually wrote a response. Do you want to hear this response? Yep, go for it. Yes. Okay, so this is back to the federal government of New Zealand. Is this a joke? I'm not turning over information about my users. The person responsible for posting the video and the manifesto PDF is myself. I feel real bad for you guys. You've got a quiet nation and this, and now this attack is going to be the first thing people think of for the next 10 years when they hear the name New Zealand. But you can't do this. Tell your superiors that they're going to make an entire country and its government look like clowns by trying to censor the internet. You're a small, irrelevant island nation, oh. barely more recognisable than any other nameless Pacific sovereignty. You do not have the clout to eradicate a video from the internet and you do not have the legal reach to imprison everyone who posted it. If anyone turns over to you the information they're asking for, uh, they're, uh, that you're asking for, they're not only cowards, but they're fucking idiots. So this guy here then goes, My name is Joshua Mood. I am a US citizen living overseas. My company is contained within a Florida company. If you need my address to send physical documents to this works... And he writes it down here as LOLCAL LLC 913 Beals Parkway NW Suite A uh, 1017 Fort Waltdale Beach. Blah, blah. And then, if you're wondering, no, Kiwi Farms has nothing to do with New Zealand. Our name is point is a pointed jab at some of the uh, mushmouth autists people we make fun of. Absolutely nothing about the community is New Zealand orientated. I don't give a single solitary fuck what <laughs> the fifty, uh, what section fifty or faggot law says about you sharing your email. Fuck you and fuck, fuck your shithole country, oh, Josh. Wow! Wow! wow. Well, that is is that, that is the huge. best response to a boomer? Uh, isn't that the, the dream email you want to send to everyone that shit you at work? Check I think he had just that. a little bit of fun there, writing oh, that he email. He did. That was amazing. So did they have a response to that? They did uh, write a response to it. And they raised it. Thank you for your time. They just sort of backed away. Go, Kieran. Yeah, I said it raises an interesting point about about um I I guess this whole uh free speech element. Um and and the I, I mean the internet's just you can't you can't regulate it. You can try. But that's but, that's the beauty of it. Like, that's that, that's what it is, though. You you can't can, you can't stop what, and regulate it at the end of the day because it's also the dark web. Well, yeah, exactly right. But that's why, like, that's why Forge, uh, like Facebook was a great place at the beginning, and now with like and same as Twitter, and and Instagram and all these like social media sites, they used to be great places, and uh, the more censor the censoring that comes through, the less fun the less exciting the less more corporate they become like i've i've seen so many times where like big youtube stars are getting really popular or live streaming lots of like you know having fifty thousand people watching a live stream and in my recommended thing and i hate like those live talk shows and it's like uh, um, what you should watch next, Jimmy Fallon. And I'm like, I, I, no, I, I don't even want to watch Jimmy Fallon if he was in my living room. <laughs> all the trending bullshit is what you're saying? Yeah, all, all that trending your bullshit. Peop- I understand, you're a David watch. Letterman fan. I am too. <laughs> Only when he has that it's massive saddened beard. that he has finished. <laughs> Have you ever seen Have that David move on? Letterman? Have you ever seen that David Letterman video where it's called, uh, I Like Those Drums? Uh, no. <laughs> it's just David Letterman after every band finishes he goes hey are those your drums I like those drums <laughs> oh my God. it's like 10 minutes of it <laughs> I love David video. Letterman David Letterman is a great guy um, fantastic uh, mentor do you know why do you know why he left the talk show uh, I think he just wanted to retire didn't he he wanted to go into well, podcasting sort of. like we have <laughs> <laughs> sort of he said he'd been doing it for so long that he was really excited about his son was doing like a school project and he was investigating lizards or something like that. 
and he had he had some, I can't remember who it was, but a really exciting guest, and he couldn't give a fuck. And then he's like, "Oh shit, I've got to go out and do a show tonight." Like in the yeah. next thirty minutes. That sounds about right. I think he gets to a stage <laughs> when you do stuff like that. You got to, you know, he's, he was doing it what thirty years. He yeah. Comes to a stage where you just don't give a fuck. And he just, but, he just you know was what? like, he's, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck." He's probably so more, retired. He's probably more famous than some of the people that went on the show. Hmm. I think that's uh, when you sort of got to give it up. Fair enough. Fair well, enough. Uh, I've I got an article for you, Turch. You got an article? Go for the article. Then I'll do a bit of... Uh, I'll have another rant. <laughs> Ooh. Another rant. I'm in, I'm, in I'm in a rant mood. Like, this is bad. Well, it's some sad news here on planet Ooh. Earth. Um, Oregon in America. Which you, oh, is quite gonna, interesting. Because I thunder again, want to like point them out to something. <laughs> Don't tell me we end up... With- don't tell me we ended up with the same news story again. Oh, potentially. Oh, keep that going. Could, keep going. This that could have a different Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> did I cut you Let's off see. last time? Oh, yeah, the news yeah, story because I listened to the podcast again today, <laughs> and a few people I go, uh, a few people I go to school with were all listening to the same podcast just to give them a taste of the podcast to get them involved in it. So they're going to be listening to this one on what is it Thursday when it comes uh, out? I think we've got another one coming out. This might be next week. All right, no, we'll worries, there we well, go. I told we'll try you this. So. <laughs> We gotta, I suppose, try something different than last time. Not to have a repeat of the same news stories. So anyway, uh, so I think you should take it, Damien. Yeah, no, take no, no. it, Damien. Oh, we'll so be, wait, we'll what were we doing? Too just much. so we can um, no, maintain. Consolidate a... your ideas, people. This is what we're here for. Okay, so what were you going to talk about? Give us. Was this a rant? Was this a story? What was it? Oh, it's a news article. Okay, I've got a news article here. Okay, granted, this is this is a sad story, but it's take take it how you will. All right, I heard this. Because I was supposed to be on the podcast, what, maybe a week, maybe two weeks ago. So this story is a little bit old. That's right. But, you know, when you hear it, you'll understand. So it does involve a death, unfortunately. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. Mine is nowhere near. Mine doesn't involve a death. Mine's not that That's sad. all right. It, it, <laughs> hear me out. B- <laughs> billionaire dies from penis enlargement operation. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is. I don't have much on this because, you know... Once you hear that headline, you don't need much detail. But anyway, billionaire diamond trader, a hood, lanyard's uh, pursuit of a plentiful penis has ended in his death. I have two things here. And it says, according to media reports, the man suffered from a so-called Napoleon complex due to his short stature. And this is the better one. According to his friends, the only time he forgot about his short height was when he was asked... Sorry, hang on a second. The only... <laughs> According to his friends, the only time he forgot about his short height was when he asked his accountant to read out his bank statement. <laughs> <laughs> Something which he did multiple times a day, it was reported. So there you go. So, big dick billionaire. He died on the operating table, apparently, due to... It was heart complications. Um, <laughs> that wasn't even because of his penis. No, no, no. Yeah, his, his heart kicked the bucket. But um, I was just curious, did they attach the penis... After the operation. How big was his penis with it? and how big did he want to make it? Well, I don't know. When you're a billionaire, how big does it need to be? I don't understand. He dealt with diamonds. Yes. Like, this all guy- girls care yes. about his diamonds. This he guy had, had everything. an abundance of, of diamonds. This guy had a better hairline than probably all of us. And he was probably, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess around 60, give or take. Um, not a bad looking bloke. So, he was an older bloke, but... Not a bad way to go out, though. I'm going to get my Billions penis of dollars. Bigger. He had diamonds. He could have gone no, a lot better. No, this is the worst possible way. Because now everyone's going to know that he had a short penis. <laughs> and he was so self-conscious about it. He went to go get it fixed. This is mm. the, the worst thing. You know, you know, it's he like, was caught I, with his pants down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the You know what's funny about the Napoleon complex? One, I definitely have it because I'm very short. And secondly, Napoleon was actually like normal height. Mm. He was like five foot nine or, or something like that. If, if, if any ladies want to know, we're both six foot plus. <laughs> we're all six foot plus, aren't we, Kieran? He actually is. Okay. <laughs> well, Turch and I are probably about six two. <laughs> Don't worry, Damien. I can vouch for how tall you are. Thank um, you very much. Thank you. He won't no, vouch for me, though. I mean, at 60, getting yep. a penis enlargement, I mean... I see this as good on him because he's still active. 
Yeah, sure. Why not? He hasn't he hasn't How given can up. He not be active. He's a billionaire and he deals in diamonds. <laughs> That's like saying, "Ooh, Pablo Escobar wasn't active when he's old age." Of course he would be. He had cocaine and money. Maybe he had a big He was dick, trying you know? to reactivate his penis. It's Viagra. Or what we talked about a couple of episodes ago, apparently to get bit by a spider. Oh, the erection yes, spider. Yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah, the that's but it was reactivated. Thing. Yeah, no, I heard about that. A, is it a Brazilian wandering spider, I think? Oh, yeah. Don't quote Ooh, me on someone that. Someone listens to the podcast. Wasn't, wasn't the, 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 the important stuff of the story was a man got his penis bitten. <laughs> not, not what type of spider it was. That's far too much information. Well, it doesn't matter. No, no bogging down of details. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, in other sad news from the United States of America. Oregon blockbuster, outlast others, become last on earth. I missed all of that. Is this the last, about the last blockbuster store? Store. Oh, I did Um, hear about that, yeah. Which is actually false, because there's one in um, Australia, Victoria, Sandringham. (laughs) Oh, you're kidding. It's it's still there. So why does it, what is a blockbuster? What do they still sell? Rent. What do they have? Well, see, the the reason why the Sandringham one in Victoria is still alive and buzzing is because a lot of older people hmm. live near that blockbuster, right? And don't yeah. use Netflix or any streaming services. So I've been past it a, a number of times and it's thriving. Like wow. you wouldn't believe. Um, Sandringham has an older sort of community though, doesn't it? it it does, and they're a bit conservative, so they're not. They don't like new things. They like their. Well, I, I've got to admit, I actually am very surprised at the at the steep decline of, like how quickly blockbusters went out. Because, like, my grandparents are still alive, and they still watch movies and stuff like that. And I used to put stuff on their hard, like a hard drive, and have to show them how to use it, like you know the um, the remote to access the hard drive and choose a film and this and that. And even recently, they're talking about like getting internet so they can watch movies and stuff like that. And I'm amazed that like they just. Don't, like, I think if they still had a blockbuster or something like that nearby, I'm I'm sure that they would still use it. But it doesn't need oh. to exist. We have better ways to do it. Yeah. I, know, I know what you're saying, but uh, well, well, well ladies and gentlemen, thing. if you like to live in the olden days. Yep. Then consider applying for a job at this last blockbuster, because <laughs> the computer system uh, is currently rebooted using floppy disks Ooh. that only the general manager, a solid member of Gen X, knows how to use. Uh, the dot matrix printer broke, so employees have to write out membership cards by hand, and the store's business transactions are backed up on a reel-to-reel tape. That can't be replaced because Radio Shack has gone out of business. I was going to say, Real to Real doesn't really exist anymore. I don't think that ever existed in our lifetime. Real to Real. Yeah, yeah, Aside they, from like a cinema sort of thing. Like, I, no, I they don't see. Reco- they still used to, I think it was about 20 years ago, they still recorded records. Oh, probably that makes sense, like yeah. That, yeah. Crazy. Crazy do, the thing. Do, do you have the number handy? I know that, well, it's probably going to happen now, I doubt it, but I would love to be on the show where we call a blockbuster and ask them for a movie. And just sort of <laughs> do it in real time so all the listeners can hear that. That'll be fantastic. We might be able to do that afterwards. But that, nah, then there's legal issues about having to record the call. Yeah, you can beep names, yeah? Yeah, true. I'm sure you can do it. Maybe we'll do it. <laughs> Maybe we'll see what we can do. I'll, I'll let you guys think about that one. Let, we'll do let, some magic later let, on. let that one simmer. I'll let our chief technical sad. officer take over that one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that, that is, I'm that is sad. Audio engineering guy. Have you guys, speaking of Blockbuster... <laughs> I just refollowed this page, and it's, <laughs> um, and it's called Uganda Blockbuster. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and it's obviously like a fake page. <laughs> Blockbuster Uganda, my mistake. That's what it's called. It's on Facebook. It's got about sixteen thousand likes, and I'll show Damien uh, like one of the posts. And it's just, it's just obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you know pictures of crocodiles that this this entered our house not too long ago we had to kick out this guy or like here's a picture so this is one of the posters the toilet and it's overflowing and it says toilets are flooded sea snippers are on the loose please stay away from the situation 
He's resolved. We've already lost two customers <laughs> <laughs> from the Blockbuster Uganda team. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this one here, off to work. I'll, 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 uh, I'll put that to the screen so Kira can have a look. I'm on the page. Oh, oh, good on him. <laughs> he's off good to work. Him. Oh, nice. <laughs> Look at that Just a guy, tall guy. He's got his um pants up to his nipples. <laughs> I call that the non-no look. <laughs> Our non-no mm. used to do that all the time. Many non-nos. Harry, I'm probably going to end up doing that too. Oh, oh, Kieran, shit. Okay, guys, I have something that's dear to my heart. Um, it's going to be two things tonight. There you go. Oh, it's always the case. I tried to bring... You know, I had nothing until this afternoon and suddenly like 50 things came on board that I, I wanted to yell about. But this is a big one. I know that, Damien, you'll be... You'll be big on this too. A uh, couple of weeks uh, ago, the the documentary, which is... I watched it and it's on a documentary. It's all fiction. Right. Uh, Leaving Neverland. Oh, out. okay. The Michael Jackson I, I, thing. I didn't watch it, but keep going. Look, uh, pure garbage. If you want to watch so a heard. summary of it, watch uh, Razor Fist on YouTube. It does a full expose on it and shows how everything that's said in the documentary actually doesn't make sense. It's really interesting. Uh, so it talks about Michael Jackson and how he um, he's going to be as a you know tried as a pedophile post his death or the snap from two thousand nine stuff like that. All garbage. But because of that documentary, the Simpsons creators, Al Jean, um, what's it called? Uh, 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 James L. Brooks and Matt Groening have all decided to pull the episode of The Simpsons with Michael Jackson in it. Oh, what about Sam Simon? What about him? Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the big fingernails. Um, oh, shit, you're kidding. Yeah. So what does that mean? That it just won't be played ever again? That's, so that's the idea. will never play it ever again. On, oh, that's on bullshit. TV and, and really? That sort of stuff. Which is really, yeah. But is it's not even the real Michael the, Jackson. The, that, ne- that leaving Neverland. Yes. Yeah, but the same thing happened. We'll, we'll come back to The Simpsons there for a second. But they did the same thing on, I believe Smooth FM was the first one to do it, where they came out and said, we're going to stop playing Michael Jackson music. Which is ridiculous. And I'm sure that, I think they're all owned by the same company. I, just, I think it's Gold FM, I, I, Triple M. I, 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 it, it, I, I mean, I'm all I for if those accusations sort of bring them forward, but it's a little bit hard because he's passed away and he was found not guilty. And that's a really big thing. So let me just break something down for people. In 1991, when he was first accused, or 1992, the first accusation which came through, he did not lose in court. He settled out of court for $10 million. Now, everyone's going to say $10 million bucks, a lot of money. This is Michael Jackson we're talking about, right? Who was halfway through the Dangerous Tour. Michael Jackson, halfway through the Dangerous Tour, had to go to court. You know why he settled? Because he had the other half of the world to tour. All of Europe. All of Europe. So he had to give up $10 million or stop a whole... Half the world tour of the Dangerous album. Oh. Now, if you're Michael Jackson, what do you do? And still yeah. not convicted as a... As a, as a well, you, you give up the money because you're going to make more than $10, $10 million, million dollars on the tour. Nothing. Oh, oh, maybe. Now, just, now, here's the thing. This is Michael Jackson we're talking about. $10 million. Let's put this in perspective. $10 million, Michael Jackson. He, at that stage, owned most of the Beatles songs... And all of the Elvis back catalogue, as well as his own, which added up to a 51% share of Sony Music. Holy shit. And he needed $10 million. So does he still own, or at least his estate owns all the Beatles and Elvis? No, that's after his death. They sort of... That's another story. It's a bit messy. But this is Michael Jackson. Dangerous tour of the rest of the world. He... Thriller is the biggest album ever sold. Over a hundred million records. He never fucking toured Thriller. Oh, there that's was true. no Shit. tour for Thriller. One hundred fucking million records. Wow, I didn't even know that. There I, you I, go. I didn't know that either. Now, 
What does he do? Does he give up $10 million when they have on record audio foot, audio recording of the father of the child who convicted Michael Jackson saying that it was all a ruse to get money? Does he go to court or settle for $10 million? Oh, that's a drop in the ocean, I imagine. Drop in the fucking ocean. Now, for let's fast forward. Yep. 2003, the next accusations. Six people come forward. All the first... The, the, usually when you go into a case like this, the first one you always go first is your strongest case. Within the second question, which is in the court transcripts, second question, he crumbles and says, no, it didn't happen. Oh. Oh. Wait a second. Wait a fucking <laughs> second. The other five all did the same. Yeah. And the sixth one decided to drop out before even hitting the fucking stand. Then they called back the same kid who did it, who was done in the 1993 case, 1992 case, and he skipped the country to not be questioned. Why is it... They couldn't get him to sit on the stand. So, I, I know and the father committed suicide. Who's that? The father, the father of one of the of kids? The father of the child who initially did the thing. So, committed suicide. Right. Okay. I know this is probably a question uh, probably answered in that docker, but how the hell is it dragged on for, no, more, or say almost 30 years and it's still it, it's still a thing? If you're saying it's, you know, he was found not guilty or at least settled out of court. Do you want to know what's even better? Because they brought up that old case, which hmm. you can do in, in California and yeah. stuff like that. They brought it up, and then all the other... Uh, they brought that up as another piece of evidence. According to the law of jurisdiction of all that sort of area, by the other cases all being thrown out and him being convicted not guilty, legally, he was not guilty on paper, legally, of the 1993 case. Completely absolved. He went... He, he passed away at uh, starting to tour the biggest fucking tour... Since Led Zeppelin reuniting, the biggest fucking tour ever, on top of the game, completely absolved, purely not guilty of any charges. Right. This is the person with these very flimsy cases. These people who are accusing him now have accused him three or four times before. Have changed their story three to four times before. The kid, one of the guys said, oh, he got me, he bought me, he gave me the Thriller jacket, which was sold, which is still owned by the person who made the Thriller jacket and then sold <coughs> the thing. It sold later on to a, a wealthy benefactor. One of the kids said, one of the guys said, oh, he gave me the Jones, Indiana Jones whip from the film, which is sitting in the museum in London. <laughs> These are real, very easily fact-checkable things. Yep. This is the documentary that's stopping me watching Michael Jackson in The Simpsons. This is what... This is... Oh! Everyone just takes everything at fucking face value. No one actually reads any of the court documents. No one ever reads any of... Like, does there any iota of fact-checking? And the media demonises this man, who's now dead. Demonises this man going forward. To cover things up. This documentary that went to, uh, you know, Leaving Neverland went through Sundance Festival. It didn't go through the proper channels and potentially could have, it was most likely funded by Harvey Weinstein and pushed it through. Because at the same Sundance Festival, they were showing a film exposing Harvey Weinstein. I mean, they cut sections of the film when it moved over to the UK because people were finding it was so blatantly, fuckingly obvious that it, pe- he was lying in the documentary, they had to cut it. Because people could watch the actual fucking footage. Th- mm. This is the documentary that's stopping people from listening to Michael Jackson's music. This is the documentary that's stopping people from watching the Michael Jackson episode and people continuously demonising this man. Well, what's there, what's there to gain from just, say, no, the creator of The Simpsons? Because while well, it's fair to say that anyone that was involved in that episode... Is no longer around. I, I don't believe anyone from those early seasons exist anymore. No. In the world, okay. Well, the voice actors. Well, the, the voice actors, but anyone who actually wrote the episode probably isn't around. No. So there's that, and then there's the people, obviously, you know, I, I don't know what you call them, the 
program schedules on the radio. What is there to gain by doing that? I have absolutely no idea. Uh, other than just taking some you know, moral high ground saying, oh, we're better than this. That's all it is. And I don't yeah. understand why. You know, we separate the art from the from the person, you know, uh, from the crime so many yeah. times. All the time. I mean, Elvis technically, like, had sex with an underage woman. That's like, like we're married the, we're, an underage woman. Yeah, it's, it's wildly, wildly, uh, widely known. So exactly right. Yeah. But you know, everyone still, still respected it. He's still, he's still the king. He's still the king. Yeah. You know, um, James Brown had many illegitimate. Children. I think everyone's aware of that one too. I think uh, here's here's one for you. Rick James, twice while on cocaine, with two separate wives, with two separate occasions, kidnapped two different women yeah. and locked <laughs> them in their ba- his basement. <laughs> This so let me get something probably... straight here. There's uh, there's no new allegations. No. In this Michael Jackson in fact, case. There's just continuous false allegations. So they're the same people that ended up in, in trial. Yes. Um they're asking for look, they're they're actually put a lawsuit together which has been revised yeah. 3 times now. And yeah. they're asking for 1.5 billion dollars. That's a big, okay, that's but a big it's it's the same people that when the court case got dismissed. Yes. See, if it was new allegations, I'd sort of go, yeah, okay. I think I think I need to, you know, probably hear this out a little bit more. But if they're the same people and the courts dismissed them and they've attempted it, Th- this will be thrown out in, in a matter of days. But this won't change anything. No, because the media's still... already sullied, yeah. sullied his name. This is the same thing that happened. This is why Michael was so cautious, even, well, even when he was uh, alive. The key, the key like, here is career. the key here is to find out: Are the lawyers taking no win, no fee, or are they charging <laughs> a fee at the moment? Yeah, Lawrence Blackburn lawyers. <laughs> no, no, no. Because if they're charging a fee, then the lawyers are just doing it for the money, right? Well, they're not doing it for the love. But if they're doing it, we don't win, I don't charge you, then it's, I'll, I'll just be interested to know how the lawyers, if the lawyers are charging for their hours. You know what? Maybe I should have been a fucking lawyer. Like, <laughs> it, it, look, it's a complete... It, it, it's just disgusting. I'm, I'm just so over people always demonising Michael Jackson when nothing has ever come of anything. And now I can't enjoy his art in, in many capacities. Because of things that have never been proven in a court of law. In fact, we've thrown out many a time. But get this, Al Jean, and this is why I actually wanted to bring it in, stated that the episode's being pulled, it's fine, but he stated this conspiracy theory. He stated that he thought that Michael Jackson went on to The Simpsons and played a character in The Simpsons so he could use that episode in some weird way to groom little boys to like him more. <laughs> but we all like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Let's hope, we, real... we, we all tried to do the moonwalk. We all tried to sing his songs. We still do. But really, this is that, that's thing. that's how that's how low we're going. Oh, I'm just over it. That's now we're scraping the bottom of the ship barrel. Like, uh, yeah. what do you say to that? And apparently, Al Jean also said that Apu might be making a return. Cool. But a very changed character. What's wrong with it? Well, he's going to be white. He's not going to run the quickie bite anymore. He's going to do something else. No, he's going to be. He's, no, he's going to be. He's going to be some tech billionaire that owns. Like, it's going to be a completely different character that's unrelatable. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Hmm. I just. I don't watch New Simpsons. I'm a fan of the classic Simpsons. The classic Simpsons are the way to go. Wait a second. What year did you guys stop? I know this, this is a change of tone here, but what year would you say you stopped? Or even what season you stopped at? Season 12. Yeah, I yeah. think about 10 to, to 12 I started so to So r- roughly around the same time. Okay, so we all felt the I same. Think, look, my favourite episode of The Simpsons is always going to be You Only Move Twice. Where they, Mr. Where, Hank, Hank Scorpion. Scorpio. No, Mr. I, I know, I <laughs> it's I Mr. Scorpio. Lemon Tree. Lemon Tree episode. Lemon Temon Tree. Tree. I think those are always going to be like... Lemon Troy. Um, I still haven't decided on my one, but um, oh, it's too hard to do now. Yeah. There's a lemon it's behind that lemon-shaped rock. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but Jess's is like the Lemon Tree one too. We always go back and forth, but I don't know. There's just something about the ridiculousness of Hank Scorpio where it, it just it just tickles my fancy. And it, like every line... He, I think he only says like 
he's only on screen for like for four minutes, but every line that he says is just so quotable. It's just so Kieran, fantastic. Kieran, yes, I'm gonna butcher this here. Who do you like more, Italy or France? That is an excellent question, and thank you very much for for asking. <laughs> you don't have um, to answer if you don't feel comfortable with it. It's okay. Pardon. Carry on. <laughs> well, what what we've got to understand. The extended that... answer will be on Patreon. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Patreon listeners only. Look, what has France done for me lately? <laughs> Italy um, continues to provide coffee, right? Do you, do you put in your coffee? Do you have sugar in packets or just out of your pockets? <laughs> <laughs> let's I mean, not France... get bogged in any details. Let's let's let's, let's keep things moving uh, here. Okay, gaming. Uh, Oh, you geez. wanted to tell a story. Yeah, uh, it's... Okay, how far are we in? Give me a rough idea. Uh, got, we're 45 minutes We're in apparently. deep, Jesus. We are in deep and there the ain't no way out. Um, okay, I'm, I, I do apologise to all the listeners, but I want to give you some insight to a bit of, bit of history. <laughs> and Kieran, you may... Oh, no, you may have heard of this at some point in time, but anyway. Um, I've got to be careful how I word this. Actually, before I start, uh, Turch, can you... Without giving it away, do you think you can give me a bit of a direction I'm going to go on with this? A direction. Yeah. What? Uh, what is it? If it's what I think it is, just, just. Um, I'm. I've got a, a write up on it, but just I just the right. You know what? Okay, just, just go with it. Want. Okay. Because <laughs> well, you've already done your, your sponsorship or at least your affiliation or Damien, ad read. Yeah. What I would say. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Is get it done for all Victorians. I think Victorians need this one because I found out, well, after being a, a fan of the company for many years, that they're actually based in Victoria. I think so. I didn't, oh didn't look into goodness. that. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Okay, anyway. <laughs> this is the best so I was just saying, yeah. I, I wanted to, like, I thought it was all, you know, done it's in real time. It's fucking not... good because this workout. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, just calm down, calm down. Off. Okay, anyway. I was saying, you did a sponsorship or an affiliation each week, and I thought, okay, if you're not going to do one, I'll come prepared. So I've done a bit of research here. So a few weeks ago, I thought, okay, there's a company that I love and I've loved for many years, provided uh, m- many a happy event. But, on a scale of one to love, how much do you love it? I, I think if you can turn it up to 11, that would be it. This might <laughs> 11 be out of 100, that's not much. Anyway, let's not get bogged down in those details. So, anyway. Did you steal my uh, line? <laughs> <laughs> and it's doing it better than you, mate. Okay. okay. So, this was prompted by a recent visit to a restaurant where... Ooh, which uh, before the dinner started, I, I had a bread roll on my table, and typically with a bread roll, you're given something. I won't say what that is yet, but a little—it's a little rectangle gold packet. Yeah, do we do know, know which, where this is going? Do we, do we know which? Can, can we reveal the restaurant? Oh uh, no! Or can that's we not, describe? That's not important. Anyway, can we describe the, the listeners won't understand. Was it pasta? It, it's it Italian. Like Japanese. Yes. It's Italian. You won't Italian. find this at any Japanese restaurant. But <laughs> if anyone's listening and you have a restaurant. Um, just yeah, give us a call and we'll get you in touch with the company that will be named soon. So the listeners won't understand this, but this is a bond that is shared between Turch and myself and I like to bring everyone else into the family. So anyway, I went to a restaurant and was given this and it prompted me to get in touch with this company to see if they would do a sponsorship. And I thought, nah, that's a bit extreme because a sponsorship is no probably an ongoing deal that involves money. I thought that's a bit extreme. Can we do an affiliation perhaps? Maybe just a one-night affiliation. I was... <clears throat> I was willing to go from affiliation to just just giving me permission to say it. But I thought, oh, no, I, I can say it. But anyway, so I sent an email to this company. <laughs> I sat on this for days. And I'm like, all right, I'll send them a strongly worded email. And I put it all in details to say how much of a fan I was. I, I greatly exaggerated a few things and how much it if affected my life and how much I wanted to be sort of involved in this company. And I'll, I had to bullshit and say that I was... Uh, a co-host on a podcast. And he is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I wrote this email. Church, I and want you to know that this is I this is the same amount of effort I go into for our sponsorship. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you wrote this email. I wrote this email. <laughs> what does it say? Can you read the email? I don't have the email on me. That's Actually, okay, okay. it's on my phone, but again, it's not important. I I just said pretty much how much I love them and how much well yeah. no, pretty, pretty much a, a small write up on how I suppose. The appreciation. The appreciation. Thank you very much. Anyway, it's time to name that company. One of my favorite companies located in the, what I found out yesterday, the Goldman Valley, the Tatura Milk Company. And for those who don't know who that is, they are the ones who make the gold packeted choicest butter. (laughs) 
as oh, as yeah. children, our first experience with the choicest spider, we thought it was a bullshit word. Choices. Choices. The word is choices. I don't know the exact definition, but it is the supreme pinnacle top tier of any product. It is the acme of products. I think because we were looking at this butter for, like, I think it said choicest on every single but on those butters. Absolutely, it does. And we're just like, that is not a word. And we would have been about, like, eight. Uh, it was under like, the age of ten. We so very it's, young. it's been 20, oh, close to 20 years. <laughs> so anyway, I told them that, you know, I fell in love with this company over 20 years ago. So I did. Um, I told them we'll be making an appearance on the podcast and I asked them for a lifetime supply of Tatura butter. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. All right. So all I did was say I just want an affiliation and no, I, I just want to bring them up with their good graces. Needless to say, I waited a week and a half and I did not get a reply. So I settled for a bit less and that was just to go on my own back and just bring them up. Hopefully it would be the sponsorship, but you've already done that. Anyway. I'd like to say thank you to the Tatura family, and I did say um, they can tune into the podcast, and if anyone from the family is listening to the Tatura family, or Rick Cross, and in, for those who don't know, that is the CEO, sorry, director of Tatura, I'm, I'm very disappointed, but thank you very much, and um, hopefully we can have many great years of Tatura butter, the choices butter. <laughs> I know that was long-winded, but there, there are a few companies that... There, there are a few things in my life, okay, when somebody says, what's something you've loved for a very long time? Like, there's certain things that have stuck with me. Like, even The Simpsons, you know, I loved them as a child, but no, I grew out of them, I just say 10 years ago, probably more. But Tatura Butter, it's it's much more than that. It's, it's, it's a strong bond. So, I thought it was worth bringing up. So, yeah. Thank you, Tatura. Um, I want to know. I really want to know. Yes. Did you put all of the butter on that bread roll? Well, of course you got to use... You, you, you get too big of a roll and too little butter. <laughs> Have you ever tried to spread Vegemite from the fridge? Yes. Wait, wait. You keep your Vegemite in the fridge? No, you should have, but that's the problem you get when you spread to butter. <laughs> right. <laughs> do, do you know when you spread it on your toast or something and it just tears through it? That's the effect you get. So, I'm, I want to blame that on the reception why, centers Why did you eat the bread roll? Because the bread roll is designed... They use this... They use the bread roll to fill you... So they don't have to spend more money on food that's actually cool. Yeah, but we wanted the butter. Well, we want the butter because it's the choicest. If you find me another company that has the choicest butter, please let me know. But until then, what, what, what I think did we'll you just order? leave it in their capable hands. Sorry? What did you order? Oh, well, some sort of lamb dish. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was some pizza involved. There was a small pizza, but it was a, it was a lamb-based dish. Okay. All right. Well, had a good time. That well is it was a good time. To... I have great times all the time. Uh, thanks to Tatura Butter, the choices butter. It's the only butter that you need when eating at a restaurant. You can put it on uh, bread, and you might need to put it in your hands to warm it up so it becomes soft. That's the, that's the neat little trick. <laughs> Don't put it in your pockets, though, because that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a slippery accident waiting to happen. So, uh, while bloody, that may fall on deaf ears to all the listeners... <laughs> I just want you to take note, especially you Italian listeners out there. Next time you go to a restaurant, an Italian restaurant or a reception center, please take note because this will forever stick in your memory. I guarantee it. So, um, thank you, everyone. Next time I eat, I will pay close attention to the 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 butter. Um, Church and Damien. Yes. Australia is known for big things. The big pineapple. (laughs) 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 The big mango. The big banana. Which did go missing a few years back and it arrived in Melbourne. Huh. Um, How about that? Well, what's a few other things that are big? The big prawn, the big koala, the big pineapple, oh, the big, big sheep. We have a big sheep, yeah? Yeah. Is that in Australia or is that big New Zealand? Rock. The big, big rock. rock in the middle. It's called Ayers yeah. Rock. No, no, We've it's got called a big dog Uluru. on the road to Gundagai. That's true. Um, we have the, we have the long, biggest straight bit of road we do. in the world. We do. Well, oh, ladies and gentlemen, an oh, artist all, is planning to carve out. Well, well say, say it again. I just cut you off. Say it again. We've got the biggest, longest, like, bi- longest straight bit of road. Wait, is this the Great Ocean Road? No, no, this no. is like, it's, it's like a road. It's oh. purely straight. It's between no, Adelaide it's and Western Australia. It's on the Nullarbor. Yeah, something like that. Okay. But you know, an artist is doing what? An artist is planning to carve out the biggest wooden bong. What? Bong. <laughs> what? Say, say it again. Wooden the bong biggest wooden what? For the town of Wooden Bong. Wood. <laughs> This is the best we can do, folks. 
Australia is renowned for its big tourist attraction and an artist from the northern New South Wales reckon he's come up with the most extraordinary yet. A giant wooden bong for his hometown of Wooden Bong. That is a smoking idea. <laughs> Paul Peason makes bongs. Devices commonly used to smoke cannabis, also known as weed. Although his creations are ornamental, ornamental, ornamental artwork. Ornamental. So, yeah. Which of the listeners heard the word cannabis and thought, "Ah, it's weed"? I did not know that. You mean that mar- is marijuana cigarettes? Four twenty blaze it. Wait, can I say one thing? There was a couple episodes ago where you were discussing 420. Yeah. D- did anyone actually get to the bottom of where they came from? Yeah, apparently it was a meeting. Uh, it was a time and they used to meet somewhere and the, the time was always 420 was they used to meet. That was it? That was it. It's nothing oh. fancy. Blaze it. All right. Bla- <laughs> Whatever. Look, Snoop Dogg. Back to the article. I've always had an interest <laughs> in bong making and art. I've been doing it all my life, he said. I've made them out of dolls. Plastic lobsters... Vases, exhaust pipes, everything. That's right. <laughs> plastic bottles. Bongs Not out of plastic bottles, lobsters. But when Mr. Pearson moved to a wooden bong northwest northwest of Lismore and just south of Queensland border, he decided to try making wooden bongs. Normally they wouldn't be made out of wood because of water rot. That's a serious problem. I would have gone the <laughs> other way. Like, Don't you have to light it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's made of wood. <laughs> what <are they? laughs> I don't think these are the people that should be asking. <laughs> They're not thinking clearly. Well, Mr. Pearson has already built a 1.5 meter bong, but he believes people from all over the world share his dream. He envisioned a giant wooden bong taller than the big Merno in Goulburn. I don't know what that is. Oh, Mer- um, Merino, like the the shape. That's the shape. Merino. Oh, the shape. That's the yeah. one. Right. Yep. Wait. Did you say it was one point five meters? No, no, no. That was. That's oh. That's not the biggest bong. That is, but that's he's made a bong. That's one point five meters. That's really. I don't want to. No, put this guy down. But that's really unimpressive. That's the. <laughs> that's like the deep end of a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, keep going. When does well, a bong not become a bong? Like, is when it becomes know, a I big say, tube. If I say I'm yeah. gonna make a big cup. Yep. How big does it have to be to not really be a cup anymore and just well, if it like becomes a water like a, a, like a receptacle. Yeah, just a receptacle, like you know, a water tower. One, like, well, like, once the cup gets too big, it becomes a bowl. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and when the bowl becomes too big, no, it no, a bowls don't have handles. Yeah, a, is a it, walk. It's a walk. It's a walk. <laughs> like it gets to a stage where you go, okay, like so things are too big and they're not really like the thing that you like. If I make a really big, like a really big <clears> cup <throat> yeah. with no handles, eventually it just becomes like a water tank. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if I buy, even if I, if I get the, the biggest keg, like, you know, like a 50 litre keg, and then I make it like 50 times as big, it's just a water, like, it's, a, it's a water, water tank. tank. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's tapped up. When does a giant bong not become a bong anymore and just become just a water tank it's just, shaped as a bong? I, this is the I, philosophical questions that you'll never I, I, I love that. The Sorry, deep, my mind was just somewhere else going. Into. He hasn't even made it yet, and they made a news article. <laughs> well, what's he been doing in the meantime? <laughs> the one point five meter one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, good, good on him. Let's um, let's oh. uh, keep an eye on that one. Oh, I look, I look forward to hearing that can one. Can we end with some Italian news? <laughs> Are we ending already? Oh my god, oh, is this the president? Hour. Oh wow. Okay, you keep going. Is this yeah. the president, Berlusconi? No. No, no, he's he's not the president anymore. Prime minister well, he anymore. Should be. Well, I think he. I don't know if he's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. He was for a little bit. Yep. Um. No. Um. Italy is like the. I don't. I don't know how Rome once owned the world. <laughs> this is the decisions that get made. This is the headline. I saw it today, and I'm like, I. I even if this article is about nothing, I need to bring it in. And the headline was: "Victim way too ugly to be raped." <laughs> Italian court. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I think, okay, 
let's <laughs> rewind the clock here. So, the Italian justice system has ordered an inquiry into the appeals court ruling that overturned a rape verdict on the grounds that the victim was too uh, ugly to be raped. So, what I understood from that was that they that this person was convicted of rape and then he went through the appeals process. And the, his appeal was, she's too ugly to be raped. I didn't rape her because she's too ugly. And through the appeals process, the court agreed that she was too ugly to be raped and he must go free. That's what happened. What? And that's why there's an inquiry. Oh, I, f- I feel terrible saying this, but I'd like to see a picture of it. <laughs> now, I said to myself the exact same thing. Yep. And I looked at this article on multiple different websites and I could not find one picture of this woman. Huh. Now, am I a bad person to think that maybe this could be a little bit true? She's too ugly for the oh. internet. Because <laughs> <laughs> if she's too ugly for the internet to show me a photo on a news website, potentially, maybe, look, we're going to keep identity safe. You know, you don't want to be, you know, you've been, you, you vi- potentially a victim of rape. According to the court right now, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> where does it draw the line of, she's too ugly? Where, where do I, I don't know how to feel about this. But either way, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Or one of the most ridiculous things. Biggest thing is obviously Michael Jackson's pedophilia cases, but this is the close second, <laughs> and this really does make it funny because it is in Italy. That is unbelievable. Did you find a picture of the woman? <laughs> uh, there might be something on YouTube. Yeah, but I'm. Oh, we'll have to have a look at it. Yeah, apparently she was t- real. She was not only ugly but too masculine. Hmm. Like, <laughs> I like, I don't know what the prereq like you don't know what the prerequisites are for like someone who could commit a murder like you know Ed uh, like Ted Bundy like the Ted Bundy tape thing came out and all these women are like oh he's really attractive and I'm like yeah but I think you're missing the point of the documentary <laughs> <laughs> like you know there's no set look of a serial killer there's no set look of a rapist there's no set look of a thief or anything like that anyone has the capacity to do something like that Whoa. but. <laughs> right, that is, is the sound of a, of a scare Sorry, thing. I'm just looking at the articles yeah. No picture yeah. Damn <laughs> You know what, I think that I think I'll end that Because I don't even know what else to say about it Well, um Too masculine yeah, well, let, Let's hope she was ugly enough that it didn't actually happen I hope so Okay. I, I, like, not that I want her to be too ugly I just don't want her to be well, raped let, <laughs> I, I think she'd be happier to be ugly than to be raped we're gonna, we're gonna go. Oh come on! If you had it, if you had, if you had, if you had the trade <laughs> like no one's gonna condone that. But at the same time, it's like, well, if that's what gets you out of it, then so be it. Yeah, that's why. Oh, now we have this recorded. <laughs> and on that oh, terrible point, I just remember this really terrible joke. It's like you know why why are there so many um, why are there so many pedophiles because mm-hmm. there's too many sexy children. Like oh, <laughs> it's the same sort of thing oh. that we're going along here. Do we have to end? Yeah, do we have to yeah, end on that note? Up, yeah. Give me something. Uh, well, more thank you for listening, um, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> the last episode <laughs> ever. Of this Wait, then can I can I give one shout out? <laughs> I, 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 I promised to someone I'd give him a shout out. So if you're listening, now's the time to turn the volume up because your missus will be impressed. Um, he didn't tell me to say this, but you may have heard of him, the Apprentice of the Year for 2017. That was 2017, Billy. Uh, <laughs> Billy Gristwood. <laughs> Billy Griswold of Coburg, he's the apprentice of 2017, apprentice of the year, sorry. So, um, let's bring uh, him on the show. Bring him on the show. He actually wanted to come on the show. He was sort of iffy on, and I said, you know, one day, yeah. And one more person as well. Uh, Uh, look, another good mate in the class. Uh, this isn't a fucking free for all. (laughs) Yeah, but to be be fair, everyone else that comes on, Turch gives the opportunity to know to plug know what they do. And and I've got nothing, I've got a YouTube page with, with like. No, like one a vi- video. Well, like one video. It's not very good. So just give me something here. So yeah, the other person I want to shout out to, and I wouldn't have done this if it wasn't for something else which I'm about to say. Uh, Scott Appleby. Uh, great guy. I'd like to say he's a great guy because he's the kind of guy that pays you back for buying lunch. Unlike people, um, I don't know, apprentices of the year of 2017 that don't pay you back. <laughs> anyway, the Vietnamese was lovely, but it was very hot today. So thank you very much. <laughs> And on that note...
This has been one of the most ridiculous episodes from technical <coughs> issues to talk about. You know what? For all your other wanking people out there, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, record it on your phone and email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you so much for another incredible episode. My ple- I, do you know what? I've smashed a whole <laughs> bottle of wine during this episode. I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling a little bit tipsy right now. Oh, that's that's the best way to end an episode. And Damien, thank you so much for coming back. No worries. Thanks, guys. I'm gonna have you back. I hope I can come back for another episode and maybe I'll drag Billy along as well. That'd he seemed pretty great. interested. So um I'll just leave you on um Yeah, just look look for the good looking women. They're much better than the ugly ones. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, for all and uh, for all you lovely wankers out there, we'll see you next Thursday. <laughs>